0: Greetings, and welcome to Unsupervised Learning. I'm Daniel Meisler, and this show explores the intersection of security, technology, and society, and thinks about what might be coming next. Every Monday, there's a news and analysis episode that condenses 5 to 20 hours of reading and analysis into a 15-minute summary, as well as regular essays, interviews, and book reviews that cover specific topics. The goal is to give you a concise, curated update on the most interesting things happening in the world, and to explore ideas that give you something to think about and prepare you for what's coming next. All right, welcome to episode 293, starting off with security news. DEFCON 29 or 2021 videos are already up. So this is just the DEFCON that just happened over the weekend. And this normally takes weeks for the videos to come out and they are already available. Super impressive. NSA and CISA have published a Kubernetes 59-page hardening guide. The recommendations are what you would expect, scan for vulns, lease privileges, off authz, logging, etc. But still really cool that they're putting this out. Deputy National Security Advisor Anne Neuberger said the administration thought about banning ransomware payments, but decided against it because they didn't want to drive the activity further underground. And I think they made the right choice here. Although I could be persuaded with data that uh, it was better to ban them. This is the type of thing where I'm right on the edge, and data could convince me either way. CISA Director Jen Easterly launched a new partnership with Amazon, Google, and Microsoft to attack cybercrime. The collaboration is called the Joint Cyber Defense Collaborative, JCDC, which actually includes a total of 20 companies and will focus on shared insights, shared situational awareness, and developing national security cyber defense plans for critical infrastructure. Very cool, and evidently it got a good review. Uh, people were really excited to see this. This was the second keynote of Black Hat, and people evidently liked it. Google is killing off Android 2.3.7 and lower next month because they don't support its improved login security. Apple is taking scrutiny for a new system it calls Neural Match, where it will alert on images it believes might be CSAM. And if they hit a certain threshold, they'll be shared with relevant authorities. Apple has a great record of doing the right thing here. In full disclosure, I am a total Apple fanboy. But many are worried that this can be seen as a foot in a previously closed door for government access. I think it feels like it'll be harder to take another anti-FBI backdoor-like stance like was taken in 2016-2017 after this. So a lot of people are concerned. Windows 10 is going to start blocking malicious acting apps this month. Their technical term for this is PUA for potentially unwanted apps, meaning they're not quite malware, but they kind of act like it. So like advertising apps, crypto mining, bundling, marketing, or apps with a bad reputation. Those will, by default, start getting blocked next month by Windows 10. There's scammer services now that will ban Instagram accounts for $60. I think you have to love market economies, right? You could pay for good reviews and you could pay to give someone else bad reviews. Now you could pay to knock a competitor's Instagram account offline by getting it banned for basically abuse policies. So you just submit a bunch of complaints against the account and it gets knocked off like pretty classic. But I just think it's funny that there's a bunch of companies on both sides of the fence for all these different dynamics. That's what I love about security. The Pentagon is experimenting with a system called guide G I D E which uses lots of cloud data and AI to attempt to predict the future, quote, days in advance, unquote. Some serious movie plot stuff here. And there's a zero-day RCE and Cisco Firewall Manager, and Google has released security updates for Chrome. I feel like Chrome is the Adobe of the browsers in terms of vulnerabilities. Maybe it's just the attack surface because so many people have it. Chinese cyber actors are going after Southeast Asian telco companies. They're believed to be targeting telcos to get footholds for larger espionage campaigns. Reversing Labs has raised $56 million to help address supply chain security. Congrats to that team over there. I know a bunch of the people there. And Nozomi Networks has raised $100 million to do OT and IoT security. Technology news. Caltech just got $100 million to put solar panels in space and then beam the energy down to Earth. I'm all about this, but that second part really scares the crap out of me. I'm Thinking about all of our OT security problems and imagining the software that makes sure the microwave beam is pointed at the right spot before it fires it just seems ripe for uh, misdirection. Another movie plot, actually. Right? You can have this beam that's supposed to shoot at a receiver and someone hacks into it and points it at a city. And hijinks ensue. TikTok now has a resume feature and if they get popular enough, they could bring video resumes into the mainstream. I think this is quite possible, actually. I'm not sure how mainstream will be mainstream, but I would have doubted this before, but TikTok is a force. If anyone can do it, I think they could. Getter, the pro-right social media platform that prides itself on not filtering content, is being flooded with Islamic State propaganda. And I'm definitely not enjoying that at all. China has quietly released new guidelines requiring that hundreds of items, including x-ray machines and MRI machines, be purchased from Chinese companies, which places increased pressure on foreign companies trying to sell into China. And Tesla Cybertruck production has been delayed until 2022. Evidently pushed back because of human news. China is exerting pressure on social media companies that elevate celebrities as people to look up to. This is part of their new trend of acting like some kind of ministry of wholesomeness. A few months ago, they came out against male celebrities looking too feminine and set off on a campaign of promoting masculinity in young boys. It's definitely getting pretty Orwellian for sure. Pearson has announced a subscription for college textbooks. You can pay $9.99 a month for one textbook or $14.99 a month for the full library. question is, how many of the books that you need will be in the Pearson library? So how many of these subscriptions will your parents actually have to pay for? U.S. gun sales continue at unprecedented levels, and suppliers are struggling to keep ammunition in stock. A fourth law enforcement officer who responded to the January 6th attack has committed suicide. Four officers who responded to that attack have committed suicide. Unbelievable. There's been a 13% increase in the number of law school applicants, which is the biggest jump since 2002. Disney has released more information on its Star Wars hotel experience, which is basically a hotel stay that doubles as an immersive Star Wars experience, but it's pretty much for the rich, with a two-person stay starting at like $5,000 for a couple nights. And Biden has extended the pause on student loan payments to January 21st, 2022. Content ideas and analysis. Patterns in UL daily routines. So our UL community posted our daily routines in our Slack channel uh, probably, I don't know, a few days ago, I guess starting about a week ago. And uh, we had a bunch of awesome discussions around them, which was really fun. And in this post I look at some of the commonalities between our various routines, like around diet, exercise, like how often you eat, like what do you eat, you know, napping, meditation, spiritual practice, like all kinds of stuff. And uh, it was really good. There was like 40 something responses in there. Yeah, we really enjoyed it. We're looking forward to doing more stuff like that. The strange world of good enough fencing. A short piece on the weird economics and psychology of fences and locks. Everything is K-shaped. My thoughts on how much more than the economy is K-shaped right now. How to initiate contact with a mentor. This is something I wrote in 2019. It's my guide to reaching out to potential mentors and how to get the best results from them. Notes. I just finished, this is how to lose the time war. And I'd say it was absolutely delightful. It was exactly what short fiction should be, short science fiction specifically. I'm also rereading Dune for our book club, and it's decidedly not short fiction or science fiction. Discovery. Got a sponsored discovery this week, F5 Labs 2021 Application Protection Report of Ransom and Redemption. This year's report used data for more than 700 data breaches, attack intelligence from the F5 Security Incident Response Team, CERT, and other open source intelligence. The two big themes in the report are on the rise of ransomware in 2020 and the enduring popularity of form jacking style attacks, such as Magecart, against organizations that take payment card information. They also identified patterns between organizations' data types and how they are likely to be targeted. I found this one interesting. Organizations that take payment cards for any reason, are most likely to be compromised through a formjacking attack. Conversely, organizations whose stored data is harder to sell are much more likely to be attacked with ransomware. This provided the clue to understanding why ransomware is such a problem right now. Attackers have figured out that ransomware is a shortcut to finding a buyer for stolen data that is non-fungible by selling it right back to their own victims. And I've got the link here to the full report. And thanks to F5 for being a sponsored discovery. Next item here, quote, Linux is only free if your time is worthless, unquote. That is brutal. Linux is only free if your time is worthless. (laughs) That's hilarious and sad. The Gini index, another quote here, the Gini index of OnlyFans is 0.83. And the most unequal society in the world is South Africa, and it has a Gini index of 0.68, unquote. So the Gini index of OnlyFans is 0.83, and the Gini index of South Africa is 0.68. This is talking about how the top uh, creators on OnlyFans make all the money. I think it's something like the top 10% make like 75% of the money, something like that which uh, is pretty much true for all the creator networks, right? YouTube and Twitch and all those places. Newsletters and podcasting as well, actually. Clubhouse is a cargo cult. ATO checklist, a list of considerations when designing a sophisticated program to deal with account takeover threats. This is a fantastic GitHub repo. It's by Magoo, who is a famous uh, bug bounty recon OSINT type person. Yeah. Really good stuff here. ATO checklist. Next one here. So you inherited an AWS account. This is a really cool walkthrough of what you should do if you come in contact with an AWS account. And honestly, it's something you should just do to your own, assuming you're not doing them already, which most people aren't. Apple is now an anti-fragile company. I like this word, anti-fragile. Um, probably going to reread all of Taleb's, Taleb's stuff again. Really enjoyed it. it he, he rubs me the wrong way sometimes, but I generally love his books. And uh, yeah, fragile. So basically, fragile means when you are exposed to stress, you fall over. If you're resilient, then you don't fall over when you're exposed to stress. Anti fragile is where you get better when you're exposed to stress. And uh, they call that out inside of this article and they describe why Apple is now anti anti-fragile. Git quick statistics, a list of statistics for a given repository, meaning a git repository. An introduction to Semgrep, really cool tool that I'm going to be using a lot of different places very soon. And uh, this is a really cool intro to it. It's a good article. IPO Brief, a list of this week's hottest IPOs. The importance of improving indoor air quality. Auto Recon 2, a multi-threaded network recon tool that performs automated enumeration of discovered services. And Hack List Gen, turn any text into a usable word list for brute forcing. Can't wait to mess with this. Uh, Jason and I were just talking about... Uh, Building a tool like this that uh, goes off of some traditional things. So for example, if you are attacking a company in Chicago or let's say the domain is associated with a headquarters, which is in Chicago and you're attacking it, then maybe you auto pull the different team names and any branding associated things associated with Chicago, which could be used in passwords. And it builds a password list based on that. So we were thinking that might be really cool. And then here you've got uh, Hack Luke busting out another tool. Props to him. Recommendations. So I really recommend you listen to this episode of the Prof G podcast with Josh Wolf as the guest. He talks about regulations in China, cryptocurrencies, all sorts of really interesting topics. Definitely one of the best interviews I've heard in months, like on any show. So you you don't want to miss this one. It is really, really good. And final recommendation or really an ask is to do me a favor and add this podcast that you're listening to right now on Spotify, because I've got lots of followers on the other platforms, but not too many on Spotify yet. So if you have a Spotify, please go ahead and add it And the aphorism for the week: Educating the mind without educating the heart is no education at all. Educating the mind without educating the heart is no education at all, Aristotle. All right. Thanks for listening to this episode of Unsupervised Learning. If you're not a member already, please consider signing up at danielmeisler.com/slash-subscribe. Members get the newsletter every week instead of twice a month as well as access to the UL Slack channel and our private RSS feed for member-only content. Either way, if you enjoy the show, please share it with your friends. We'll see you next time.